After being dream crushed by corporate America, Deborah Cruz listened to her inner voice, which said, leave this place. And she started writing. Following the wrong dreams got her to a very low, depressed area in her life. Then she found the solution. Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Grant. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. With me today on Never Ever Give Up Hope, I have Deborah Cruz. Her story is going to be one that many of you in the audience will relate to. And we are going to start, Deborah, first by welcoming you to Never Ever Give Up Hope. And then if you would please tell us your backstory, a bit about the life and the decision you made when you left the rat race. Oh, thank you, Carol, so much for having me. And yes, I decided to leave the rat race. I worked my way all the way up in corporate America to a C-level position. And as exciting and wonderful as I was told it was going to be, it was absolutely nothing that um, I saw my dreams for. And where I wanted to be in my life, it, it felt like I did something wrong and I felt hurt and just really unhappy and very alone. And I, I just dug in deep within myself and asked for some salvation of where I should be and what I should be doing, because it was very difficult to wake up every day and get myself to this job. And I heard the voice within me that said, you need to leave this job and I'll take care of the rest. And so, yeah, it told me to start writing. So with that, I, I started writing and I wrote three books in nine months. Seems kind of crazy. A lot of people to me, I'm like, oh, is that I mean, I, I was like, I could probably now that I know how to do it, I could probably put in a few more. But um, yeah, the words were just pouring out of me and just really following my heart. What kind of books? It, what kind of books? They are fiction novels. They do have a faith-based tone to them, and it's they're really stories about wild, crazy things that, that we can all relate to in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. I I was aiming for you know those lifetime movies where you're like, how did this crazy person get themselves in this situation, and you know they get themselves out, and you're like, oh, this is wonderful. So I sort of felt like that's what they look like, but a lot more realistic and a lot more in-depth of what people are going through in the moment and those emotions and how they're really getting through it. And 
you know, it's not all wonderful in the last five minutes of a movie of, yay, everybody's perfect. Right. It, you know, not every, not everybody has the super happy ending, but everybody, if they're following their true um, meaning of who they are on their heart, everything works out for the best and good things do happen. It just may not look like that pretty bow at the bottom, you know, on it, but it's, a good ending. You know, it's not just this superficial Hollywood ending, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, but those superficial Hollywood endings are fun sometimes too. Yeah, they are. They can be fun, but sometimes the real honest honesty of, I didn't get what I want, but good things really happen. And I'm so yes, yes, of, of yes. where where it took me and the real true journey of it and how no matter what, even though it may not look like that's exactly what I wanted. Or a lot of people will feel like, well, how dare that happen? And it's like, no, this is better than what I wanted. And this is makes a lot more sense than what I wanted. And this journey got me to this place that is bigger than what I expected. And so I like to say it's a beautiful ending and not the perfect ending. If that makes sense. (laughs) Yes, that makes sense. And that is encouraging as well. Now, let's back up a little bit. Uh, For someone who may be in the same situation as you found yourself, you had to struggle, of course, with making that decision. And the decision basically in your inner person was made for you. And you followed your heart, as you said. So what to, what were some of the things that you encountered, possibly? Some of the hurdles, some of the parts of making that decision? And how can people overcome that? The first important thing that I've learned through this journey, and I'm going to say this first, if you're really in a situation, you have to understand that there is always lights at the end and we we get stuck in the darkness and we get Mm -hmm. stuck in the I can't and it's never going to happen for me and you have to realize if you're you're following your intuition you're never going to make a mistake and even if you think oh my gosh I made this horrible mistake I have to pay for it forever you don't so those are very important things of you might have taken a wrong turn. You have to, you're you're going to be redirected to the right way. So you have to focus that the right way, the right direction is the next way. And the more you dwell in the no, I did this, and now I have to pay for it forever. My life is ruined. You're asking for that, of course. So you're 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 in, attracting that. Um, I had heard that inner voice really speak loud to me in depth. And, you know, I sort of like lost vision and kind of like a blackout a few times in my life where it was like, this is what's going to happen and just go this direction. And one of them was uh, a breakup. And I, I laughed at it. I was like, no, that's crazy. Why would I? Why would the insides of me say, walk away from this relationship? And I didn't. And it was a horrible <laughs> corner mm. to turn where I'm like, what? And then after, you know, every, you know, after the relationship was broken and um, moved our separate ways, so to say, it took so long to not be dwelling in it. But I did right. say, you didn't listen to that voice. And if you listen to that voice, 
you wouldn't be in this space. And then the voice started speaking to me of just, you, you need to trust me. And I said, I will, the next time I hear it as wild and crazy and ridiculous as it sounds, <laughs> and it could be the exact opposite of what I want, I'm going to listen because it took years to get out of that. And I don't want to go through that again. And so that voice spoke to me and I was like, this sounds ridiculous to just walk away from this high profile job that, you know, is a lot of money, but at the same time, I'm miserable. I, I feel like I'm a zombie. I, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack or a stroke or something very detrimental to me. And I don't want to, again, put myself back in that situation where I didn't listen. And I was sort of in that same stifled situation of, oh, my gosh, I'm living in my own personal little hell, so to say. I'm going to listen to the voice. And it all worked out. And I was writing. And I'm like, I'm not even a writer. I don't even <laughs> know where this is coming from. But my key, my fingers were hitting the keys. And it was making sense. And People were reading it and getting more out of it than I even saw. So I knew that it was the trusted direction. It did take a lot of time to really continue that everyday trust. And it still does. It's every day, you know, I have to remind myself of those little pieces of the puzzle that, okay, you trusted this moment. And when you thought it was crazy, ridiculous, and it's even the small moments of, oh my gosh, I'm late and I'm not going to get a parking spot and then I'm going to be even more late and I'm going to miss my appointment. You know, all those little of things. Of course, of course. You know, when you're just like, just trust you're late for a reason. And it's like, yeah, I was a, a few minutes late, but I pulled in and someone pulled out right in the front of the door and I was <laughs> able to pull in and, you know, walk right through and basically made it right on time. You know, it's those little things that, are the ones we neglect to take appreciation for because we're always focused on that big prize, the big, oh, I need this. I need to have the winning lottery ticket and that's going to change everything for me or, you know, <laughs> like those big things. We're like, if that doesn't happen, then I have no, no faith. But paying attention to those really, really small things of getting frustrated in why didn't this happen? Why? Was I stuck at this traffic light? Um, you know, why was there an accident on the highway? You have to realize, like, I'm blessed because I'm not sitting, I'm not the person in that accident. And, you know, not sure what the next few moments are going to look like. I know I'm going to be a little late for an appointment. And you know what? It's going to be okay. Basically, what you're saying is to listen to your gut. Your gut always seems to know, will not disappoint you. Absolutely. And even if you you believe you heard go left and it was really go right uh, you're you're going to be redirected like you're constantly redirected and i like to look at it as you know you're let's just say you're in a race and something happens and your vision just totally gets blocked out for whatever reason and there's all these people just running with you on the sidelines and they're pointing and you're like i can't see so you you go the wrong way they're like no 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 no, we're going to turn you around and we're going to take you here hmm. and they're just going to keep going with you and and they're just going to keep redirecting you until you get to where you're supposed to be so I like to laugh at those moments of 
why did I make this left turn when I know I have to go right? And I, you know, I could make myself crazy about it. And then all of a sudden you, you know, see somebody like, oh my gosh, I was dying to run into you. And, you know, or it's, you always have to laugh, but there's such a reason when there's that mishap of something really good to happen. Well, it's really changing your focus, isn't it? And what you're listening to. Yeah, because we we blind ourselves or we mask ourselves with rose-colored glasses of, but I want it to look like this. And it's like, well, it may not look like that, but imagine what you think it looks like and imagine that it's so much better, you you have no vision of it. And that's what you, I try to keep those glasses on of, it's going to look so much better than what I think it looks like. And I just, I'm going to be excited and not, not really focus on what I think it should look like. We need you to explain what a certified dream manager coach is and what brought you to that place. Oh, yes. Very exciting. Um, when I was in corporate America, I, after I had left, I, I really wanted to look at focusing on the goodness of the work that I had done and not the anger and the resentment and all of the, those memories that really just upset me for so long. And I realized that what I enjoyed doing was really seeing people's potential and how good people were and just probably in the wrong spot or in the wrong wrong job. And, and I, I know that there was reasons why there were, there were good people either leaving the company or getting let go. And I was like, I got to look into this. So I had learned that I could see people's potential. And I'm like, we can rehab all these people that are on that cusp of getting let go for reasons that really could be fixed. I had done a research of, um, of all the people I had promoted. And it, it turned out it was 500, over 550 people in under four years that were moved to their next level job. Hmm. And it wasn't necessarily, you know, I started stacking shelves and then I became a supervisor and then I became a manager. It was what was right for them and what made them happen. And I had started a team of, hey, you guys, I'm going to put you through this leadership program and you have one year to get to your next spot and I'm going to give you all these resources and I'm going to work with you and I'm going to have the managers work with you one-on-one -on -one to get you there. And it snowballed because the first 25 was in less than nine months. And then it was like, well, let's do another 25 and another 25. So it, it blossomed and I took it to that program to another company. And all these programs that I wrote um, belong to those companies. They were written specifically for them. And I really wanted to do something since I was on my own to help employees that their companies didn't have these programs. And I had stumbled upon this dream manager from a client that is like, hey, you know, there's a, a dream manager program. And, I, you know, I think you, you would love it. And so it, it's through Matthew Kelly, who is a very well-known author and speaker. Mm -hmm. And he had created this program and it, it was, it was basically what I was doing. And I felt like it was a great partnership to have a proven program that was over 20 something years of success. And I felt it would just add to what I was doing 
and be a little bit of a structure that, well, again, a structure that was already proven and bring my own flair to it. So I, I look at it as, uh, you know, I have the opportunity to get hired by a company to work this dream manager program that is beneficial for both the employee and the employer because everybody wins when people are happy, their pro productivity level is higher. They bring that level of positivity and, you know, smiling every day because they love what they do or they know that their job is getting them to where they want to be in life and they're appreciated and clients love it because they want to work with you because there's all this positivity and growth and movement and it's just a big win for everybody. And I, you know, wanted to be, offer it to people that didn't have those opportunities that want to do things for themselves and be able to still get all the benefits of the program. Do you offer this online as well? Yeah, yes, yes. It's, you don't have to be in a specific place. It's all online. And, you know, you meet as sessions one-on-one. -on -one. And, um, you know, there's there's group sessions as well. So, because it's always nice to have a few right. sessions where you're with somebody of, hey, you know, how is your, you know, kind of like cheer each other on. So to say. And this is on your website, of course. We can yes, okay, connect with yes. you there. We'll have all those uh, in the show notes. We're going to take a quick 30-second break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Dream Rescue and, of course, your books. We will be right back. Carol Graham would like to show you the path from misery to miraculous triumph in her fast-paced memoir, Battered Hope. She relates her determination to succeed as someone who experienced one horrendous nightmare after another. Gang raped and left for dead, loss of a child, husband falsely imprisoned, and cancer. Nothing could break her tenacity or faith. No matter what you face, heartache, loss, suffering, or injustice, Carol will illustrate how she became a victor the same way you can. The secret is to never ever give up hope. Order your copy at Amazon or batteredhope.blogspot.com. I have been chatting with Debbie Cruz today and she is a dream manager coach, which in the first part of this episode she explained what that was. And now we are going to ask her what dream rescue is. I believe that dream rescue is that one thing you have in your heart and you feel you don't deserve it. Uh, your time is already passed. You um, are being punished because you did something wrong. And none of that is true. There's no age limit. Right. There's no time frame. It's saying to yourself, this is on my heart for a reason. I was born to do this. And I'm not going to let anything get in my way because it was made for me. And it's really teaching people that you can rescue your dreams at any stage of your life and really learn how to reinvent it and how to unpeel those layers that may look a little different than what you originally thought the dream was and put you in the right place to do it, put a, a the perfect plan together to help you get there to build your dream team and your dream team is your cheerleaders here on earth of 
you know, we want to help you get there and to succeed with you. And it's possible because it's yours and you're here to have it. So I believe in rescuing dreams because that's that's a part of life. And I it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to have. I'm so glad you said that because I certainly can attest that to be true. I had the dream and I didn't let go of it. And we cannot put limits on ourselves. I love the way you shared that by saying I'm too this or I'm too that or I'm too old or I don't have time or it's too late. So I thank you for sharing that. As I said, it definitely touched me personally and I know there are many in the audience who may be even thinking about, you know, I've got a book in me or I I need, you know, I want to do this or I want to do that. Well, do it. And if you're retired, right, that's, you got more time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you have a lot more experience now. So you you are in a place of, you don't have the, the job to get in your way. You have the freedom to do as many podcasts as you like, which sounds like you're really seven days a week jamming them out, which is beautiful. And, you know, you you have your passion to focus on. So you might have thought this should have happened a long time ago, but it sounds like it's the right perfect time and it worked out great. My dad didn't get his dream job until he was 72 years old. There you go. Yeah. And he's, you know, 79 now. And the company he was working for ended up dissolving. And before he was over with that job, he had some random woman in the building that he's been working at come to him and say, I want to hire you. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, are you crazy? And she's like, no, I've heard nothing but great things. And I want to I want you to come and work for me. So, you know, he's 79 years old and now he's in a better place because he's making a little bit more money (laughs) and he has a little bit more freedom in his schedule. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) No kidding. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So tell us about your book, Soul Meets Body, Precious and Fragile Things to Live to Tell. Interesting title. Oh, okay. So... They're all there's those are three books. So it's there's precious and fragile things. Then the sequel is live to tell and soul meets body is um, its own standing book. I um, they're all based on following your heart. The first two precious fragile things and live to tell are all about uh, this journey this woman had and, you know, really feeling alone and and you know, just neglected by her family and then, you know, tragedies that happen along the way and understanding their connection and feeling connected to her grandparents, which she never met and realizing that they're guiding her to all these beautiful destinations and meeting the right people and really believing in life and understanding it and you know, when when she was younger, hated who she was because her, she didn't relate to her family. And so it, it sort of takes on through two, two generations, then the leading into the next book of them, you know, learning from her of, oh, we're all connected. And it's a lot about forgiveness as well. And so my third book, Soul Meets Body, 
is different characters, a whole different story, basically following the same path, but really focusing on the trust and forgiveness, more so really seeing the trust. And even though things may not work out for people, how they still can really love each other and forgive each other and support each other. And just know like, if your if your truth is real, it will shine through all the time. And your blog, tell us about your blog. Well, my blog, I try to relate it to these stories in my real life and just how it, you're loved and protected and things might sound wild and crazy and things that you carry with you from being younger or certain times of your life and how to overcome them. It's really beautiful. So, you know, you you there's people in your path that you are like, oh, I can't deal with this person at all. But um, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, you just have to learn to love and appreciate people, even if you don't understand it. And if I didn't have forgiveness with him, I'd still have all this anger and hatred. That's and right. It just doesn't work. One thing that you said that I'd like you to expound on in closing, and that is you are asking people, what is on your heart? And you talk about following your dreams because they are uniquely made for just you for a specific reason. So expound a little bit on that. Well, I believe that, you know, we're a recipe made from above. And, you know, it's like a little sprinkle of this, a little sprinkle of that. And, you know, I loved when they had that store, I don't even know if it still exists, where you made your own stuffed animal, and, you know, you put all the good, yes, I could sort of look at it like that. I mean, I know that may sound a little elementary, but I think it's a good visual for people to relate to. And, you know, there's unique talents, like some people are bought, brought here to be the greatest football player of all time, or, you know, a singer that really touches hearts and, you know, inventing something or just being the greatest caretaker. And it's made for us. And sometimes we don't understand it, or we don't appreciate it, or we don't see it that way. A lot of people always feel like it's has to be a job. Um, A lot of people feel like I was brought on this earth because I needed to care for my child because my child is unique and has issues or is special. And there's, you know, I don't, if I wasn't here, I I don't know who could take care of this, this child. Sometimes it's the reverse. Sometimes it's to take care of a parent or a brother and sister, or, you know, you all, we all have that very unique situation. And there will be that moment in your life where you're like, I under, I understand why I'm here. I, I get it. And the more we chase after these vibrant feelings in our heart, the closer we're going to get to it and we're going to understand it. And, and you'll know when doors start to open that felt so trapped and closed. And I, I know that I'm writing for a reason. And I know that people read my books and they feel touched and it helps them. And I'm trying to look at other creative avenues of how I can bring my writing to broaden my audience and really touch people in different ways. So I'm working on a screenplay now. And I I hope that for me, it's very visual. Visualization really helps me learn and understand more than uh, reading. So I'm hoping that 
I'll, I'll touch all those people that also have that visualization of where they can connect to their heart. That sounds incredible. And I really appreciate how you explained that. So thank you so much, Debbie Cruz, for being on Never Ever Give Up Hope today. And if there's anything else that you would like to share in closing, feel free. Oh, thank you so much, Carol, for having me. I, again, just encourage everybody to follow their heart. And if you feel stuck or you feel embarrassed or any reason that holds you back, I would love to talk with you. You're, I would love to hear from you and, and help you get out of it. My website is debbycruz.com. It's D-E-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z.com. And, you know, I would love to offer to your audience as well a free download of Soul Meets Body. That is very gracious of you. And that will also be, all those links will be in your show notes. So thank you again, Debbie, for being on Never Ever Give Up Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.